0: It's time to grab your beach towel, your swim trunks, some really strong sunblock, and of course, your scanner radio. Today we are talking about summertime scanning right here on Scanner School. All units stand 3 it now appears as though shots are being fired. All officers use caution. It has been confirmed. Suspects are armed and are firing at police. are on the act. North Max Sequel 6010 building fire headquarters North Manx Sequel Fire Department one thousand North Broadway towards North Park Drive in North Albany Am. Multiple explosions coming from 61. Unable to get any ambulance, any uh reach except to 667. Automatically go to a dirt Welcome back to Scanner School. My name is Phil Echtenberger and today we're talking about scanning while enjoying the summertime. This is a great time of year to try something different with the scanner or just take a vacation from life in general, but enjoy your scanner radio hobby with you. And today I got some tips on what you might want to think about when scanning during the summertime. Now, the first thing we're going to think about is what if we go to the beach or the lake, right? Here on Long Island, we have got beaches and sand. Let me tell you, sand gets everywhere. So if you plan on taking your scanner radio to the beach, the first thing I recommend is to put it in a Ziploc bag. Get it in a a bag, at least when you're not using it. Now, they have some bags that you can put your scanner into when you want to use your scanner. But if you don't want to use it behind the bag, that's just fine and dandy also. But what I recommend, again, is when you're done using the radio, put it back into a Ziploc bag because you're going to put that Ziploc bag into probably a backpack or a beach bag. And we all know that sand goes from your beach towels right into the bags, and you end up taking half the beach home with you. (laughs) So remember that it's a lot easier to keep the sand out sometimes than to get the sand out. Now, if you're on the beach, what is it that we can listen to while we're just baking in the sun or between dips in the cold water? Well, we may want to think about lifeguards. Many beaches have lifeguards during the normal business hours, and they may or may not use radios. Now, it depends on the type of beach you're at and the lifeguards in general. So you may be on a county trunk system if you're at a county beach, or you could have a state Trunk system, organic county trunk system, if you're on a state beach, right? There's different kinds of beaches, private beaches, county controlled beaches, state run beaches. And we've got plenty of those here on Long Island, each one adjacent to one another. They could have their own repeater system or they could use FRS. M-U-R-S, or business band radios to communicate. Now, I'm talking about, not sure if have been talking about just the lifeguards here, but you've got maintenance and you've got sanitation on the beach and you've got other things that happen, administration and parking attendance, right? All these things happen on a beach so you may have different types of channels in use or different talk groups or something else but the the key here is going to be the secrets are in the searches so again if you're spending some time under a beach umbrella in a tent or whatever else you happen to be doing on the beach maybe you may want to put your scanner into search mode or close call mode and just see what else it might be that you can pick up Now, again, you may be on a lake, maybe on the beach, and there's other things that happen there, too. You may have some rentals or uh, some families that are talking, or you may be close enough to hear some boats or jet skis. You know, those kinds of things may be there as well. But also here in Long Island, we have some shark sightings. So you may have something to listen to there, depending where you're at. So here, the police uh, have been trolling the beaches, but they're encrypted, so there's nothing to listen to. But you may be able to hear something on the Lifeguard channel or other other outlets as well to find out what is going on on the beach. So again, remember to keep your scanner at least searching for unknowns. Bring a second scanner and listen to what you know, and then the primary scanner, the unknowns. But again, we just said it. You're on the beach, you're on the water, marine, and you may find a lot of activity on the VHF marine Channels Again, this is our second tip for you right here. VHF Marine is simplex, meaning point to point. So you may just hear a lot of chit-chat, right? A lot of fishermen's giving reports or a lot of people talking about where they're going to meet up, family, friends, those kinds of things. But more importantly, you might actually hear U.S. Coast Guard messages or wherever you're from, your local water body enforcement agency or protection agency, right? Your own personal Coast Guard wherever you are in your country. This is a personal Coast Guard, but your your country's Coast Guard if it uh, borders a water boundary there. But they use large towers and a lot of power in order to get out, right? Because, again, marine is point to point. So what ends up happening is a lot of these Coast Guard channels are high-powered, And they have high towers. So you can listen to some of these bulletins and hear them pretty clearly from you know a handheld scanner, especially if you're on the beach. So that is something you may want to think about. But not only is marine and boat traffic up during the summer because the weather is nice, but Also, aviation might be a little bit more active, especially when it comes to personal planes, right? People may wanna go out. Not only do they do summer driving on the road, but you may have some that do summer piloting. So you may wanna think about some aviation channels. And I'm not talking about just ground clearance, but the air to air stuff. Now, don't laugh at these two frequencies, but 123.40 and 123.45, at least here where I'm at, are very common. Air to air channels. And you may hear pilots talking amongst other pilots, giving out waypoints, or where they're going for lunch, or how the trip is going, or stuff like that. So a lot of times when pilots fly in groups or clusters, they may coordinate their activity on a simple frequency like one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, Dot four five now again these are both in am and all aviation frequencies are pretty much in am as well so don't forget to look up to the sky and see what it is but again if you are traveling during the summertime and you want to listen to something different again aviation might be commercial aviation might be something to listen to because more people are traveling during the summertime you may hear you know things about delays or baggage handling or you know just departures and arrivals and, and clearances and all that kind of stuff too and it may be too like you know, maybe you like to go and hang out by the airport. Plenty of people like to do that. They like to do plane spotting. And the summertime is a great time to do that. So already, we spent a couple minutes here, and we're already looking at the water and the air. What else do we have to think about here? Well, for those that don't boat or fly and still take vacations, well, that leaves you with road trips. Yeah, road trips, mm, you know, when you're a kid, aren't so fun. Maybe when you're adults, I don't know. I like to drive I don't mind going for a couple hours in the car and going someplace. And sometimes I take the scanner with me. Sometimes I just leave it in a backpack. But road trips can be a good opportunity to break out the scanner and listen. Depending where you're at, CB, Citizen Band, may be something that you may want to listen to. Now, you're going to have better results here in the U.S. if you have an outdoor antenna with the CB. Because, again, point to point. And uh, if they're within legal limit, you're only going to hear about a couple miles around you. And, again, Using an outdoor antenna that's tuned for CB will definitely help you out, especially when it comes to listening to those channels. But you may also find FRS maybe active because, again, you may find a couple packs of cars that are traveling together in a convoy, and they are talking amongst the rest of, the, of their group. And I actually worked for a company at one point, and we used FRS between the three of us that were driving and following each other to just communicate as we were going from point A to point B. And again, we're talking about times uh, BC, right, before cell phones. And uh, that's that's how we did a lot of communication. So again, just getting started here, tip of the iceberg, right? We got aviation, we got Marines, we got the roads. And while we're also talking about roads, we want to think about construction zones. We want to think about uh, driving through different police stations or police, police activity or Jurisdictions—that's the word I'm looking for here. So don't forget about that. If you pre-plan your trip, you might be able to listen to state police, county police, highway patrols. Again, you're looking at uh construction zones. You may also have FRS radios as well. So again, remember the key here is: are the secrets are in the searches, right? That's how you're going to find a lot of the stuff that you were looking for here. Just to listen to. Now we're going to take a break early here because this is a very quick podcast episode. Because again. Hey, we're in vacation mode here. Why do we want to work, right? I'm just kidding with you. So as a reminder, on the other side of this break, we're going to talk about some more things to do while you're on vacation with your scanner. And we also have a quick break. But if you want to skip this break, you can become a Patreon supporter at the $3 or higher monthly plan. And again, you help support the podcast and our YouTube channel. And as a benefit, hey, you don't get this upcoming break. For everybody else, we'll catch you all in one second. Remember, you can go to scannerschool.com Patreon to help support us chances are pretty good that you shop online and buy things online. So whether it's Amazon or eBay or ScannerMaster, maybe you got a new radio and you're going to buy new software from Butel, you can help support the podcast with your online purchases. If you use our support page before buying things online, you can support our show without it costing you a single cent. So before you buy your groceries, your golf balls, your socks, or maybe a new radio, software, or whatever it is. We would love it if you could use our affiliate links before you make that purchase, and this will help support the show at no additional cost to you. Go to scannerschool.com support to find out how you can help us out. Thanks again. Do you feel lost when it comes to the scanner hobby? Are you looking for someone to answer your questions? Do you have a new radio, and you need help understanding how it works? Or are you working on a big project and need somebody to bounce ideas off of? Do you need a little bit more personal assistance than what you can get from an online community? And are you looking for somebody to dedicate their attention and their time to helping you out when it comes to getting you unstuck with whatever it is that you are struggling with when it comes to the scanner radio hobby? I'm here to do just that. See, you can book me for a session right now where I'll sit on Zoom and do a video or a screen share with you, just as if I am sitting across the table and helping you out. You can book your tutoring session right now by going to scannerschool.com tutoring. I can't wait to help you out. Unication's G2 to G5 pagers are a great additions to your radio collection. Not only can they alert you with two-tone pager activations, but they can also monitor your local P25 solidcast systems that many scanner radios have problems receiving. And of course, many of our scanner school listeners are happily using their Unication pagers to scan their local trunk systems. How do I know? Because they've reached out to tell me. My company, East Coast Pagers, is an authorized Unication, Swiss phone, and Apollo pager dealer. We not only support departments and agencies, but also the home hobby user as well. Find us online at eastcoastpagers.com. So we've reached our destination where, where we're going to call our vacation spot for quite some time. And again, this could be a hotel, right? And many hotels have a radio system because they have to call for security or the front desk or housekeeping or anything else like that. And some hotels, again, they have their own repeater system. Some use DMR. So I know the last hotel I stayed at in New York City was a DMR system. I never really went to find where they were, what they were working with, but I did put my eyeballs on the radio they had at the desk and it was a DMR capable radio. And my ears also Confirmed with me the fact that it was a DMR frequency they were using. So whether it was just an in-house repeater that they were using DMR on, or if it was a leased talk group on a larger system that I didn't really investigate, but I knew they were using DMR where I was located. But if you're not staying in a hotel, well, maybe you're camping or you go into a pool or maybe you're at a park or something like that. A lot of times you can find campgrounds, parks, and pools on the FCC database. Maybe you can find it in Radio Reference, or maybe you can find it on antennasearch.com. But again, many of these may use their own systems, may have point-to-point radios, typically FRS, MURS, or business bands. Uh, More advanced ones could use DMR. And again, some parks and pools may be on a county system, and you never know what's on there. Again, we've got maintenance, we've got lifeguards, we've got pool techs, or you don't really know what else could be out there. But again, secrets are in the searches. Again, remember, FRS, Business Band, M-U-R-S. That's maybe where you want to start looking, especially, you know, when it comes to some of these smaller pools that they just want to keep the lifeguards ongoing, you know, with what's happening. Or you may even find out, too, they decide to close the pool. And instead of somebody leaving the office, they just radio into it with the head lifeguard and say, kill it, everybody out, of off- uh, everybody out of the pool. And that one lifeguard stands up and everybody else follows suit. So that could be something. But if your kids are active this summer, you may actually have them in summer camp. And again, summer camps operate probably the same way as campgrounds, right? You've got a large staff there and administration, and you've got camp counselors, and maybe even larger camps, sleepaway camps, may have cabins, and they all may also keep in touch with FRS radios. See a theme here, a lot of stuff with business band and FRS, right? Because those are the easy radios for a lot of these places to use, especially seasonally. Now, to change that, what I just said around here, we have state parks, and state parks could actually end up on a larger system, like a trunk system, because they are state-funded, state-operated, and they are actually employees of the state, may even be uh, enforcers, right, of laws and everything else. So they could actually be police or or uh, public safety or something like that, right? So state parks could be very active, it could be on the county or state system, and again, we think about things like the uh, Departments of Fish and Wildlife or Parks Police or Rangers or something like that. Even if you're looking at, you know, national parks, right, you're still going to probably find them on some sort of trunk system. And again, we're thinking about the secrets in the searches. So, a lot of different activity happening here. A lot of places you go, right? You don't think about it, but they are all using radios. And theme parks, especially theme parks, you got a lot of people walking around. Now, I'm pretty sure that some theme parks are going to be using encryption. You know, like some of the big theme parks you may want to go out when you want to put your ears on. But there's also other theme parks that you go to that, if you count one, two, three, you know, open sesame. I know they were using a DMR trunk system the last time I was down there. Again, you may find them on using FRS or business bands or what else too. But again, a lot of theme parks have a lot of moving parts, a lot of rides and a lot of stuff like that. And while we're talking about theme parks, think about carnivals that happen locally to you, right? Maybe at a local park or a local church or synagogue. You know, They have a lot of these fairs that happen on a lot of these places, even state fairs, Right. And again, a lot of these may operate on their own security frequency that they have if they if they hire a security firm. And again, some of these may just be using FRS, and they think that they're hidden because they're using PL codes or DPL codes, right? So if you're going to be attending any one of these events and you have a radio with you, you know, go a little bit stealth mode there, put an earpiece in, and that will help not draw attention to you. Because remember, if you look suspicious, somebody might say something. But again, there's a lot of stuff to listen to here in the summertime. And one thing we may want to think about too is just the change of the atmosphere, change of things around us, right? Warmer weather brings thunderstorms and brings stuff like that. And sometimes lightning ends up with a forest fire or a cigarette at a campground or somebody doesn't put a fire out with like that. And this is when we get wildfires. So we think about maybe not exactly being at the location of this problem, but maybe being self aware of the fact that something might be burning a couple miles, 10 miles, 100 miles away. I mean, heck, we just had uh, really bad air quality here in the the Long Island area because of the wildfires up in Canada. It actually looks pretty apocalyptic here. The sky was actually orange, and we can smell the burning, right, that was happening, and hundreds of miles away. But again, if you're close enough to it, Maybe even the DEC, local fire departments. Uh, states may have their own Department of the Forestry, right? You think about places like California have something like that. So there's a lot of other departments you may want to start listening to. And again, if we start talking about wildfires, forest fires, and it's close to you, that's when you start thinking, well, aviation, because maybe they're going to start doing some drops. Or maybe I want to put on close call or a or signal stalker or just put searches in for aviation or public safety or NIFOG or itinerant uh, frequencies, interoperability, right? There's a lot of different frequencies out there where people come together and they work together. So especially when you have wildfires, that could be an opportunity for you to kind of broaden your horizons and see who is coming in to help fight these fires. Now, let's talk about something a little bit different here, something we haven't really talked about here on the podcast, and that is shortwave listening. Now, I recently purchased a Texon 990 to kind of keep myself doing something while I was recovering from surgery and chemotherapy and whatnot. And if you follow the podcast, my YouTube channel, you know that I've damaged my fingers, or actually the chemotherapy has damaged my fingers. So it's really limited to what I can do with my ability to push buttons and turn dials and whatnot. But I was playing with my radio, the Texan 990. And this would be great for any shortwave radio you may have too. And I was just tuning in the broadcast, AM broadcast band, late at night after the sun went down, and it's amazing how many distant or DX AM broadcast stations I can pick up because the atmosphere changes, right? And a lot of these daytime only AM stations, they go dark at night, which means at this point, there's no competition for the same frequencies. So these full-time, 24-7 AM frequencies or transmitters can now go a lot further. So not only do you have propagation, but you've got no local AM carrier or local AM transmitter competing on the same frequency. And just from my living room, no antenna, just a bar antenna in the shortwave radio. Not only was I picking up stations in New York City... But I was picking up Boston. I was picking up Chicago. I was picking up West Virginia. I'm pretty sure I was pulling in Mexico and I know I was picking in can't picking up Canada. Now, again, no antenna. The bar antenna in the radio was allowing me to do this, which really was like fascinating. Just to listen to these stations, then go on my phone and try and find out, okay, what what is, you know, what what's playing the same station right now when I stream it with the same music or the same person talking. So really cool to be able to do that. And if you think about it, I was doing some in my living room. What's to stop you from going outside in front of maybe a fire pit? Or just if you enjoy smoking a good cigar or drinking a good whiskey or scotch or something like that, take the radio outside with you at night, right? And just enjoy some time with the radio. Move it up and down the dial. Sip your drink. Smoke your cigar, right? Whatever it is you do to decompress after a long day in the summertime. It may surprise you, what you can listen to, but not only that, you start flipping through some of the bands, and now you're listening to multiple different countries. You may be able to pick up radio from Cuba, or Korea, or France, or the UK. You may pick up uh, South America, North America, or Canada. You never know, right? And that's the beauty of some of these long-range radio stations, shortwave radio. Now, yeah, they are going the way of the Dota, which means enjoy them now, learn about them now. And we'll talk about shortwave in greater detail coming up in the podcast. But if you've never experienced shortwave, at least get a radio that covers the broadcast AM stations. That's what I got here. And again, we'll put a link to Amazon so you can take a look at the different kinds of shortwave radios. And uh, again, mine was the Texan yeah, 99D. I like it. It was just, it was a couple hundred dollars. It wasn't really breaking the bank, but there's some that are less than $100, some that are mid-hundred, some that are low $100. And it's a great opportunity to kind of get your feet wet and learn about another type of radio reception that most of us scanner radios don't really dive into. So what's a tip that I might have missed this month? Jump on our Discord server and let us know. Scannerschool.com slash Discord. Before we wrap up this week's podcast, I want to take a minute here to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Alan Gonzalez, Arthur Alchak, Arthur Heron, Bill Kay, Bob Robbs, Bob Middleton, Brandon Sammons, Brian Arsenal. Brian King, Chris Paris, Classic Hank, Craig Harper, Dan, Daniel Chiavolella, Dave Pascoe, David, David C. David Kuzneski, Denny Crotty, Dylan Heider, Ed Walsh, Edward Bramlett, Glenn Davos, Glenn Wright, Greg Johnson, I hate junk mail, Jack Haycock, Jacques Berry, Jake Jacobson, James Broxton, James Felling, Jay Reed, Jeff Block, Jeff Chapman, Jeff McLeod, Jeff Waldrop, Jenny Taylor, Jim B. Jim Heinrich, John Korduff, John Keel, John Sweeney, John Derby, John Goldenberg, Joshua Robb, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin's Wiki Lenny Bauer, Les Stevenson, Lloyd R., Luke Hartnett, Mason Kramer, Michael Gorman, Michael Kroger, Michael Meadows, Mike Lopez, Mike Piltz, Nicholas Stenger, Paul Bowling, Paul Teal, Randy Young, Raymond Hill, Rich Palmieri, Ronnie Box, Scott Lefgrand, Thomas Giampino, Todd Glendie, and William Arcand. Find out more about Patreon and our support tiers by visiting scannerschool.com Patreon. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you again next week, 73.